Welcome to episode hey. 39 of We Made a Podcast. We got big C's in the building. Big, yo, yo, Brazilian, yo. big Brazilian billionaire yo, over yo. here. Uh, episode 39, We Made a Podcast. We do have a special, very special guest this evening uh, coming to us live from right by LAX. <laughs> Literally, he lives at the end of the runway. He lives right Literally. there. Young Tarek. Yo. Tark is here with us for the first time, even though he's been the guest that we've wanted to have the most. And Tark's always been kind of behind the scenes. Doing, he's a behind the scenes man we got. On, Tark's on our number ground. one supporter. At, he is. He's on support. the ground behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, um, Tark's here to, to participate with us, and we're so happy to have him here on episode 39 of We Made It Podcast. Tark, how, how you feeling? I'm feeling great, So let you guys know, I call him Tragic Magic, actually. He, That's my nickname he, he does. for him. Twenty four K magic. And I fought it for the longest time. Then I just accepted I it. it. Yeah. I just uh, tragic magic. Magic is a cool nickname. It, it's yeah. an E forty line. Yeah, from, from Pablo. Angel does. <laughs> You're gonna go to war with us. Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh, candy. <laughs> That's some that tragic magic. <laughs> exactly. E forty Mike. Ooh. Um. Anyway, episode thirty nine. We made a podcast. We got so many important things to talk about it's today. About to be a good one. So don't think I forgot episode Tintinovi. Oh, damn, I, I was really hoping that we forgot to do so these, these ratchet languages. Uh, Don't even ask me Arabic. No, we're not. Um, I'm good. Anyway, uh, so many important things to talk about today. Uh, a myriad of things to discuss. What, what's up with the words today? Relax. And, you know, I just want to say in the beginning that, um, you know, there's a lot of places you can go to, to listen to people talk about the, the sport that we all love. But... Um, here at We Made a Podcast, you know, we get to talk about the things that other people don't get to talk about, either because they're not allowed to, or they're not interested, or what. But we take the most interesting things, in our opinion, and we break them down like none other. So we appreciate you guys listening, and please make sure that you follow us on social media, at We Made It Podcast, yeah. everywhere. everywhere. Instagram, um, uh, Twitter, Caesar dropped the ball last week on the video clips. It was I was waiting for them all week, and he doesn't know how to work a video camera, obviously. And now we don't have any videos from. But now 30. we're trying something new right now. We'll see how this works. Yeah, Hopefully it probably won't work because he's in. I'll probably ruin it too. Oh, okay. I forgot to press play last time. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, guys, there 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 was an article that I saw. Um, came across it was a uh, an article from a former player now to be fair uh, the, the player's name is uh, David uh, Weatherston um is a player that he didn't reach like the highest heights of the sport um but he did write an article in the Guardian and it was titled the dressing room the locker room for us um is a tough place to be if you have anxiety or depression um and he wrote a you know fairly lengthy article talking about his his career um and some of the things that he experienced uh, as far as mental health, as, as far as anxiety and depression. Um, he started out, in, in the beginning of the article, he did say that um, he was not suicidal and he never had been, um, but he did say that he was depressed and that there were many times that um, anxiety overcame him. Um, just for one example, he said the, the first time he felt nervous before a game, um, it was in his first season as a professional, and... Um, 
and he said that um like he, he said he couldn't feel his, his, his he felt physically sick he couldn't eat he felt breathless his legs felt heavy he couldn't talk to people um he said there was like a lack of self-belief and, and, and like a, kind of a severe anxiety um it, it's it's a kind of a long article and I, I do encourage people to check it out um but you know it, it's one of the things in sports and especially in professional sports and maybe actually I would say like in the past few years it's going better you okay um talking about what players have to go through uh when they reach those heights when it comes to depression and anxiety as a professional Caesar, I feel like you're ready to drop something on me right now. You, you seem anxious, actually. Yeah, but <laughs> to, first, to, I, I kind of want to hear what, what Tark would think about. Um, do you think that, like, kind of professional athletes kind of either feel depression or do you think that, like, they weren't having depression? Because, you know, a lot of people sometimes feel that athletes, oh, they make so much money, like, their life is good. Like, what do you think? I disagree. I mean, honestly, just because you're a professional athlete or you have a lot of money or you're famous, but it does not mean you're, you know, you can't get depression because I mean a lot of times people say it's you know chemical imbalance in your body at times you know it could hit you from whenever you know happiest people in the world you know that make other people laugh and other people happy could end up be fighting depression deep down inside and you won't even know that's true Um, I mean uh, and before you go Caesar I just wanted to say um, one of the players that a lot of us know and love uh, Landon Donovan he said that he dealt with depression a lot of times in his life um, and what he, he took a, a break for a while and he said it was because of depression. Uh, well, that was one of the reasons and he had been seeing a therapist for about six years. So it, it got to the point where it actually affected his career. He had to step away from the game, but, but go ahead. Um, you know, when it comes to athlete depression, I really wanted to know like kind of just the gist of how it's happening. Cause you know, I really feel like there's a misconception that even I had when I was younger, when I was very young, that mm-hmm. I feel like people should grow out of, but unfortunately it's still in today's society where people think that just because people are making money, mm-hmm. it's, it's, they're, they don't, they're not allowed to feel sadness. <laughs> like, yeah, and that, that's disgusting to think that. Yeah. And, um, I was reading this 2014 article by Telegraph and they said that out of 26% of the players that they were received the data from, 20, I mean, the, well, the player, out of the players that received the data from 26% of them said that they were depressed and they felt depression mm-hmm. throughout the season. And among retired players, the number doubles to 40%. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about we have, I have four players in front of me and I'm a coach and one of them could be depressed, that's I think something should be seriously addressed. For sure. And that's why I think that maybe soccer's a little bit more behind of it. And actually, they probably are. But, I mean, going back about 10 years ago, I remember the Lakers, maybe even before that, they purchased, uh, they, they hired a, a team psychologist. Mm-hmm. to Because some of these players were obviously going through a lot of stuff. And I think it's really important that all teams kind of have that, you know, and not to be mandatory, but it to be an option available or at least a reference to someone to talk to because people got to understand that, you know, these players, they, they, they live a lifestyle of high levels and pressure and, and, and high levels of stress and pressure, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure yeah. And, you know, uh, stress is one of the main root causes of mental illness. Absolutely. And, and there's people, it, it can seriously affect you. And these people have so much going on, their year-round calendars, because I don't think we really understand when we're watching that the 90 minutes someone's playing in the game, that is uh, representative of the, the entire off-season, all the years they've worked to get to this point. So mm-hmm. when you're talking about national team duties, you're talking about Literally, you represent a country. Uh-huh. Can you get any uh, higher country, pressure than representing country, a nation? Very, very passionate people. Yeah, uh, I have a question for you guys. Do you think that um, 
what role does the media play when it comes to the mental health of players? Like, do you think the media has a certain responsibility? Um, I definitely do because um, if you think about it, you know, the media is how, you know, you pretty much get exposed to, you know, either the fan base, you know, your family, um, you know, and pretty much all, you know, everything, other, other teams to, that are scouting you. So, and if you think about it, you know, if you're, you're a player and you're thinking to yourself, okay, am I good enough? Am I good enough for this team? Am I good enough to be called up to, you know, a national team? Am I good enough to be scouted by my favorite team that I want to go to? You know, and at one point you're thinking to yourself, oh, if I'm not, that could seriously, you know, hurt you on the inside mentally and emotionally. Yeah. And, you know, that's eventually, you know, eventually you're going to start, you know, going through depression. You're either going to try harder or you're not going to try at all. Yeah. And you end up, you know, either failing, you know, failing yourself out of your goals, your dreams. And the media, I believe, you know, if they attack a player enough, you know, if they continuously keep banging, oh, this guy is not doing well enough. He keeps... He's not doing this or he does that. And instead of doing constructive criticism, they're just attacking him. You know, that could definitely impact the player a lot. <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't attack players here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, okay, so Maybe you shouldn't be on the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you can't attack players. Hey, what I'm saying is expose you. <laughs> okay, Caesar, what, do you think, what role do you think the media plays when it comes to the mental, mental health of players? I think the media does play a major role in terms of the mental health of players. But this is what I'm going to kind of draw the line on. The role is only... Maybe not. Rep- I think I think the role represent is represented in what type of media source you are. You know, I think there's different media sources that that there's like if we're talking about like gossip tabloids, you know, they play a different role than 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 a, than a, a media outlet that's meant to review on the on on sports and how the players' performances on a field. I think that that stuff because because there's things that can happen well, well, outside well, of. Who, who, okay, can you give me examples of each? Because I don't know. What you're talking about? Well, I mean, like, like what's know, a gossip tabloid as opposed to like the you know we're talking about National Enquirer versus like ESPN FC. That doesn't t- they don't talk about soccer, huh? The National Enquirer doesn't talk about soccer. Yeah, but they'll talk about like players' lives. Okay, but uh, dog, that's not like soccer. That's not sports media. So are you talking? Well, like, you said media. You didn't say sports media. Okay, well, we're talking about the media that talks about sports. So you're saying that the gossip tabloids? Are you talking about like Lakeep or like Mark? Like who are you talking? I mean, about? well, basically now Lakeep and then all Mark are gossip tabloids. Okay, so you're saying Lakeep and Mark are now gossip they are. Tabloids. Yeah, they're... okay, okay, that was Caesar. Right when you report, yeah, whatever. I don't care if you're gonna. I think you play a major role in a player's life if you're trying to. Well, if you're fabricate fabricating information or news that in, that could potentially affect the life of, of a player, like and how his livelihood is. You know, you obviously have a responsibility in what happens to this person mentally going forward because you've created this around this this environment around a person if it's not true. Okay, but you know, but like at that point, are you a soccer player or are you a celebrity? At what point? When you make it, like when you're when you're a big time. Well, player. it depends how you make it because this guy that we talked about well, he, is well, not a little, celebrity. He's, he's a little bit different, but yeah, like, are we talking about somebody like? I mean, Landon Donovan was a big time. Uh, player. Yeah, he's a celebrity. Yeah, he's, he's so so celebrities always have like salacious rumors and things like that. So of course, get, do, do the players have to just expect that? I think keep or marker are going to like make up I, stories about them. I think sometimes? that they they need to take an approach to which they shouldn't expect to be left alone. They yeah. shouldn't expect. For everything to be good the whole time, especially when everyone knows the history of, let's say, English tabloids and English English press coverage, it's pretty aggressive. Okay. And 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 they 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 
like, like to pick a side very often. And I think it'd be difficult for players. You know, when you fall out of flavor, out of favor, it can fall, it can turn hard on you. Like Memphis Depay, you know, he was, you know, they used to love him, and then the performance went bad. And all of a sudden, all they would do was just ride him, and he had he basically just left the team. So, but but is that the media's fault or the players? Fault I, for I don't think that's necessarily the 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 players the media's fault because the media is only. Um, speaking about what they're seeing in terms of results of your performance so, on the pitch, so, so the player doesn't have a right to be depressed. Okay, or... you're, if you're going to do this, this no, episode, no, I'm, I'm going to walk out. Caesar, I'm asking you. Okay, we'll do it with Tark then. I'm just, okay, I, okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I won't walk out. Okay, because the question I'm posing is what what what's the responsibility of the media when it comes to the player's mental health? If the player's not performing. Should the media not go that hard? Should they not say what they're seeing, or should they be like, "Look, he's they, this guy's not that good, or he's this and that," when it could Look, potentially affect if, this if, person mentally? If you're reporting on performance, I'm fine with that. That's fine. But if you're reporting on rumors and gossip from the back, from stuff that you're making up to create a buzz okay. for a, ty- that, a, a like a, a click, a yeah. clickbait, yeah. that's when I think it's that. That's that's when the t- uh, newspaper or outlet needs to take responsibility. So, so when for it's something. Like, so when it's like, so, so if you, we're talking about like for example, let's say Gareth Bale goes ten games without scoring. Yeah. Let's say, oh my God, Bale is absolute like he's trash. Done, he's he's done. done. That's fine. Your yeah. performances warrant the the, 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 the uh, what happens to you in yeah, the media. But if you're saying, yo, let's say Bale scores has zero goals in the game, you'd be like, or, or the scores in the game, they say in the background, oh, you know, apparently Bale went to the. Went to the front desk and he wants out right now. He wants to leave right now. And then everybody's like, "Oh man, why do you want to leave? You're doing so good." And it's creating this un- okay. things that he doesn't have to address. Okay, they so, shouldn't be addressing. So, that's different to me. Okay, so you think like when they're just making up stories, then that's like the like they should stop. With yeah, all that. that's ridiculous. Okay, now here's another question. That's that's fa- fabricating yeah. things can affect everything. That's endorsements. Right. It can yeah, address your absolutely. your lifestyle, your checks. Well, okay, so what about when it comes to players' personal lives, things that actually happen? Like let's say for instance, like Wayne Rooney this summer got a DUI, and I think he was riding around and getting it with some with some lady. Um, I know what you're gonna say. Don't say it. We'll say it. Whatever. Um, uh, How old do is you, she? Do, do, <laughs> do you think she's of age? I mean, well, like way yeah, of but um, so do you think that the the, 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 the the players? I'm sorry, the the media <laughs> should back off of stories like that because they can affect that person's life too. I mean. I think maybe it's coming from a biased perspective of like, uh, you know, being an athlete, I would want that out of there, you know, but I think that that's just not going to happen in terms of just history. You know, players, they, they're they players to a certain point, and then they transcend into celebrity. Yeah, yeah. And when you transcend into celebrity, you almost become like fair game for the world in terms of your life. And yeah, so, to be figure. honest with you, it sucks that things happen in life, and if you can't keep it under wraps... As a celebrity, you pay the price. I know that daggone story about Ronaldo in Vegas got swept under the rug real, real fast. <laughs> I mean, okay. Here, here's here's another question. I'm not here to snitch. <laughs> not today. Not this, not this not month. This, not this month. Not this month. Two days left. I'll start snitching. Okay. Here's another question I have for you guys, Tark. I want to know what you think. Um, which aspect, in your opinion, which aspect of being a professional athlete is the most stressful? If we're, if, we're, if, we're, if we're saying that stress is, and I think we could mostly agree with this, like stress is the main cause of like uh, depression and like, you know, spells. Yeah, where stress is so broad, it covers yeah, everything. Yeah. As an athlete, besides, yeah. you know, on the field. Like which um, aspect is the most stressful about being um, a professional athlete? I would say performance, personal performance. Okay. Um, like me personally, I know whenever I'm playing a sport and I don't do well enough, 
you know, I get mad at myself. Yeah. And to the point where, you know, I start like, you know, criticizing myself about every single move I made and whatever, yeah. you know, every You you always have to be your your yeah, biggest my, critic. Yeah, my biggest critic. So, I think per- personal performance is the biggest aspect aside from right, you know, that's on top and then it goes to, you know, personal life, maybe something happened, you know, with your family or hmm. whatnot, but you think performance is the per- biggest performance the, the, is the biggest. The, 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 if, if you're, you know, top tier athlete, if you're just a dude that's there for a paycheck, then you know, of course, you don't really care. If you, if you don't perform, you ain't gonna get that paycheck. Hashtag NBA. <laughs> what, what do you think? Susan? I don't know. I think this is a difficult question. Uh, I mean, it's hard because I mean, everybody's different. Yeah, because like, I, would I, I would just if I were to associate with my life, I think, I think personal, I think outside personal, um, outside stuff in my personal life would probably be harder for me than what's happening on the field because if, as a professional athlete, you know, I would be very methodical with, with my approach to the game and what I do to day-to-day and my, my workouts. And I know, when, and especially when you talk about soccer, you know, your performance is, of course, critical, but you have a, a ten other, you have nine other guys on the field with you. And hey, off, well, can, can, can the goalie be there? Can, can the goalie be there? <laughs> you have nine other guys running around the field with you. Another dude drinking water in the back. Um, so I'm not giving goalies no love ever. But um, Not this month. Not this month at all, please. Um, so I think that sometimes you'll be in a situation where it's almost out of your hands on how your performance is going to be, you know. And so for me though, if I'm my if my personal life is is having something really traumatic going on, I can definitely see that being a bigger stressor on my day to day. I always committed athletes that were able to perform adequately when the uh, family members died. All this, I'm like, I couldn't even like I can't even like wake up in the morning and just like and, and like start my day when something like that happens. So I can't imagine how I'll keep going as I mean, uh, on the game. I, I think I mean I totally agree with both what both you guys said, and I, for sure those are those are probably. Mm-hmm. The biggest, you know, reasons for stress, but I would also think that probably, you know, a player might feel like uh, maybe there's like going to be, you know, you see the guys that you're taking their spot, and you might feel bad for them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and you see the guys. Let's say somebody's working really hard, but it's like they're they're just not better than you. You know what I mean? And and you're taking and, and you know somebody's. Got to go to you know. Let's say if you play for Real Madrid and this guy's got to get loaned to, you know, Schalke or something like that. You know, and you you might you might be like, damn, like, you know, it sucks. Or like you and that guy are cool. Like, like you know, you might have a teammate. You and that teammate are cool, but like yeah. you play and you're a star, and that person like can't even get on the pitch. You know what I mean? Like, not to say like that's going to be the number one stress factor, but I can imagine like. You know, they're people too, and 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 to be to become a professional athlete, you have to be super competitive and, and super driven, and just like you have to be selfish to some degree. True. Um, so maybe it's not that serious, but I can imagine some sometimes. You know, that's your boy, but just like, you know, you might feel like, damn, I know, like he can't wait for me to get hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, and I can imagine like there's different things like that. The way I, I think like will we'll be like the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre situation. You know, like yeah. someone who's sitting behind the legendary quarterback yeah. would just be dying for his opportunity to get on yeah. the field. It might yeah. even be a year, maybe even like last year, could yeah. have been like Rashford yeah. behind Marshall, Marshall and DePay. You're like, man, when is my shot going to yeah. come? Okay, I have another question Okay, for you guys. Okay. Do you think that, do you think that um, the inflated salaries, like obviously they're inflated from like years past, have made, have like put more stress on the players? So somebody, okay, so obviously the old saying is money doesn't buy happiness. But, I mean, the players are trying to get paid. Um, and they're trying to get paid as, as much as they can. Of course. Fair enough. Most people are. Um, 
do you think that now that they get so much money, it's added more stress to the players? Or is it like, no, nah, I got more money, like, I can chill more? Ooh, that's mm. a good question. I mean, you know, <laughs> that's a really good question. You, know, you got to see it at a, you know, from a position of, hey, I'm a baller-ass player who can make millions easily. Unlike me, who I'll, I'll take that one mil just to, just to be a bench. Yeah, I mean, I want to... But the thing is, you know, you're at that certain point in your life. You, it might change. What if you worked a whole year and you're the mm-hmm. hardest worker player on your team, but you're only getting a mil? And you've seen people that work harder get less of you right in the pine? You're going to feel differently, obviously, about that. I mean, do you think that the play Okay, let's say like somebody like Neymar. Neymar is making, what, 30 mil a year or something like mm-hmm. that. There's a hell of pressure on him to perform now. Oh, of course. Yeah. He got paid less at Barcelona, but... There happened to be less pressure and, on him too, and he was kind of considered like not the most, the best out of the three. So he yeah. was almost like he was kind of almost, almost chilling yeah. in so, a sense. So, so for almost, him, so, so for him to get the most money he can, he had to leave there and come someplace where like you're the number one guy, and the number one guy gets the most money, um, and there's more pressure now. Now that's kind of a, you know that, that's an exception to the rule because most players aren't Neymar. Yeah. Most players are just you know filling a role to some extent. Some extent. Does like, but they get more money now. Is it more stressful? Like, do you think that the players that played in the '90s had less pressure because you know you weren't opening up the the papers and seeing oh this guy got a ninety million dollar contract, <laughs> you know? But 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 the people still see that and be like, damn, he got how much? Well, look, I've been supporting this team since I was three. You better win something, and and, that and, money and, and when you don't, we're gonna whistle you. We're gonna be. Uh, Talking about your mom and your dad, throwing you know what up, I mean? banana peels. Yeah, it, it, well, I don't think they threw it for that, but maybe they did. Who? Um, so what? Like, is it more pressure now, or is it like less pressure because you know the money's buying the happiness a little bit? You know, I think it's not necessarily about it's. Yeah, obviously the, the factor is going to be more money. I think a bigger factor for more pressure nowadays is the rise of social media. I think with social media being so integral, intricate in, in, in what teams are doing. I mean, we're talking about teams that have accounts on everything. And they're yeah. dropping clips, and everybody's dropping clips and opinion. It's almost like no matter where you go, there's going to be something. To, somebody talk about what you're doing. You know, back in the day, it was like, oh, I don't, want, I don't have to go to the pub. Well, the guys are going to see me and start jeering me because they'll see me over there. Or I, I'll get letters in the mail, but whatever. But now it's like... You know, there's, there's, there's microscope on you all the time. Literally, it's on your phone. Where you yeah. go, there's, there's criticism following you on this device at all times. Yeah, even, One plus, sign me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. I was even, like, even then, like while you're on the pitch, you even got the phones recording you there. You yeah, know, sure. so you've got oh, yeah. individual, you know, people that you know only know, you know, family it, it, and friends so, watching so, you, you as well. These players. But, you know, the counter-argument that yeah, would be, well, you know, these guys are getting more money. So, you know, you're you, – sorry, you got to deal with more of a microscope. We want to see what our money's doing at all times. And and also, social media makes them money, too. Yeah, it's true. So, <laughs> yeah, like, like, they were talking about, like, well, no, Ronaldo made $72 million last year. There was, like, $30 million of it came from, from his social he media. He probably gets paid his, a, a five, he, a five, 50, 500 racks per post. On Instagram, they actually had the number. I forgot. Yeah, it was, no, it's but he, crazy. He gets like thirty million dollars just from so just from like uh, sponsors, which is crazy. Yeah, and then social media is, is so okay. So that's social but, media. We know yeah. that social media is going to make things wild for players. But do you think if you do that one more I time, if you do it one more time, ooh, we're both going to have you um, <laughs> run up on me. Do you think that the more money makes it more stressful? Is it more money, more problems? I, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go yes. yes. I'm just gonna go I'm, yes. I'm say yes. 
As yeah. Future said, "Mo money, mo problems, mo guns, mo violence." That's what Future said. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying anymore. I, no, I agree with it. I just um, the whole comparison with back in the '90s. Um, I wouldn't necessarily maybe say maybe it's less too. Maybe yeah, like '80s. I, I yeah, would but, say it's but, less stress. But, but they didn't make. Alex Rodriguez made two hundred yeah. million dollars no, in the baseball, '90s. That's baseball. Then again, you know, no, it wasn't course, in the 2000s. You know, the value of money was you know different back then. And on top of that, you know, of course, you had your cap. You wanted to get you wanted to get there, so the stress was still there because you wanted to get to that to that level. Yeah, yeah, but somebody who's a fan in the '90s seeing the player get you know a ten million dollar contract. That fan is still a fan now in 2018, seeing the player get a $90 million contract. Yeah, you know, there's a lot I th- more pr- I, I You would, know what? I think there's more the, pressure because there's more money. The same bet is to say yes because, you know, regardless of what happens when you get your big check, you don't just get a check because of what you've done. You're getting you a check of what you can do. And and you're going to be criticized for that as well. You know, it, it, it. I think a great example of it is Neymar. You know, we're talking about somebody who was on the biggest team in the world before and wasn't getting his money. And was oh he, just was, got, he was getting money, but he wasn't, he getting, wasn't money. getting this money. Exactly, this yeah. money's absurd. Yeah. So he switches to the big team. He people he associate him as almost being the face, the face of the whole country when it comes to soccer. Is him? He's he's almost the face because that's all they talk about is Neymar, PSG. You say PSG and you have to say Neymar afterwards, not Cavani. The man <laughs> makes 198 million euro for off. They they paid 198 million dollars to get this uh, euros to get him over to the team. That's a lot of money. To, some teams mm. don't even close that budget. Two hundred twenty-two million dollars. One hundred ninety-eight euros. Euros. Two hundred twenty. You might want to double check that. You might want to double, double, double check. You might want to double check. I got check an app. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do the conversion right now. Okay, so we are going to say that more money is more problems. Are we agreeing? Yeah, yes. Yeah, like AZ said and Nas. Okay, but, more but, money, more. No, no, no. Okay, but, but, That's actually murder. But I feel like there's <laughs> you know, also the, the counter argument is like. Let's say if you're a player like Nacho on uh, on Real Madrid, you know, if that that player in the '90s is making, let's say, two hundred thousand dollars a year, and now he's making like you know millions a, a year. To, so I don't know how many, but there's the 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 more money can make it so like I got this pressure, but since I got more money, I can do more things in my off time. Or I can like have a little bit more fun because I got more like expendable resources. Well, the the soccer players' money is reflective upon the the, the growth of the team and and the everything and the, going on around yeah, it. Yeah, the sport. The itself. players aren't making more money. The teams are making less. It's no, it's, just, it's yeah. just it's all a constant rise. Well, but no, it's not a constant rise for society though. No, yeah, for society, no. But but honestly, just deal with the times, man. Jeez, Who the society? It's so societies, you got to make more money just because? No. Oh, no. I thought you were talking about like people's perception of it. Like, oh, they're making too much money. No, I'm saying no, like if people... Every, if people they're are, always going to say that they're, they're making too me, much I'm money. Me, I'm like, whatever, yeah, man. But, 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 yeah, but that's because you don't live in the in the slums. Somebody, is, somebody might be like, okay, since you're making... Somebody might be thinking like, Actually, yeah, y'all, y'all are doing this. Y'all are getting this much money. So there's going to be more pressure on you, but from the fans who are just running the mill people and the media who ain't getting that much money either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Caesar, libertarian. Yeah, Caesar, yeah. I, I am what I am. <laughs> Label me if you want. Okay. Speaking uh, speak, 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 speaking of money, um, we do it. We, we, <laughs> don't we do it, Caesar. Do what? Please not, don't not this month. Not this month. Not this month. Two right, more days. Don't label me this month, please. Yeah, Two more uh, days. Speaking of speaking of money. Um, even though nobody's really looking at this as a scandal, I'm looking at it as a scandal. Um, they're saying that Jurgen Klinsmann was still the highest paid uh, U.S. soccer employee 
2017. Talk about he was until he's better to be fired than resign. I guess he was fired. He was okay. So let me just say this: he was the highest paid U.S. soccer employee in 2017. Well, let's just say the fiscal year was from April 1st, 2016. Caesar, if you bang that bell up against that, okay. Let me. To be fair, um, the fiscal year was from April first, two thousand sixteen, to March thirty first, two thousand seventeen. He was fired in November two thousand sixteen. He was the highest paid play, uh, highest paid employee in two thousand seventeen. Although he was fired November two thousand sixteen, he made uh, a little over three million dollars. Damn. Um. And, wow. And, yeah. And, and that must fiscal year, must be nice. Must, as 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 uh, <laughs> I forgot his name, Juicy J said, "Must be nice." Shake it fat. The the USSF uh, paid um, six point two million dollars for the buyout of the contracts of Klinsman and his and his staff after they were fired. Um, People are saying some of the people are saying that this is a big scandal because he got paid so much, and also because the women's coach Jill Ellis was paid um, in that amount of time two hundred ninety-two thousand um, dollars. Now she was paid two hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. The CEO of U- of the U.S. Soccer Federation was paid eight hundred thousand dollars. I don't even know what this guy does. The CCO of, of USS Soccer was paid $780,000. Who knows what he does? And the assistant coach of Jurgen Klinsmann, the assistant, was paid $446,000. <laughs> he was doing nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing helpful. And, and Jill Ellis, who is you know le- leading the most successful U.S. soccer brand of all time, um, got paid two hundred ninety-two thousand dollars. Caesar, talk to your boy. I mean, talk because you were gonna say everything I was gonna say. Um, that's like, that's just. I mean, it it already goes back to. There's already been you know very controversial discussions about women's pay and men's pay in America, for for a minute now. It's been something that's always discussed. Even the women's soccer player in the past, they've had lawsuits that they were they were going against the the USS Soccer Federation, mm-hmm. basically. Complaining about their wages on the on the national team because people don't understand that you know you also get paid on the national team yeah. and the national team wages are completely lopsided in terms of based on success and and you know the, I think the court Not case the court case was 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 the, the women didn't win um, because you know the courts were basically saying that the sexist w- yeah <laughs> and that the the men's team was generating more money fiscally every year and all this blah 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 blah. Now, all stuff that basically is not fair. Um, but just the crazy, the craziness of imagining, if we were to compare this on all the men's side, it'd be like if, if Caleb Porter on Portland Timbers was making like, making $200,000, no, was making, was making $3 million a year, and then like Pep Guardiola <laughs> is making four hundred two hundred ninety two thousand. That's how I see like That's Jill Ellis and assistant in terms of and, and money Jürgen, and talent yeah. and trophy wise. Yeah, and Jurgen Klinsmann who got fourth place at the Gold Cup. You lost to then it was like Haiti, Caesar, Cuba. They lost to Jamaica. They lost to Jamaica, and then they lost in the third place game to Panama. Yeah, 
And this dude still in 2017 is getting the most money in that fiscal year. He got 3.3 mil to lose. To sit around. And old fuckboy Jeff Cameron over here talking about, oh man, we would have made it with Klinsman. You couldn't even win the Gold Cup, but you're going to make the World Cup? I got some stuff to say about USS Soccer Federation. I don't even know how good these other teams are. But I'm pretty sure that this dude sucks. Because <laughs> yeah, he should have done better. <laughs> well, we got like 20 times their population, and we should have better athletes. And he was, I mean, to be to be fair to, let me be fair to Jurgen Klinsmann and say he's a really bad coach. No, that's the, that's the fair thing you know, I, say, I can say. About you can't him. even he's a very say, poor coach. You can't even say, hey, um, you know, maybe his money's based upon his prior accomplishments. No, no, no. He he was he was a very he poor coached coach. at Byron. Eh. Yeah. Didn't didn't win anything major. Didn't win the Champions League. Did nothing. World Cup as a coach. Didn't win. Lost. Lost. With, got into the World Cup by scoring like one or two goals. Yeah. Or actually, they win the a game and they tied out the yeah, rest. They, they beat. Um, they beat Ghana. Beat Ghana. Lucky. Tied. Tied Germany zero zero. No, they lost to Germany. Lost to and Germany. They tied Portugal. Par- tied Portugal two two. So you won. You lost and you tied and you got to advance out the bracket. Yeah. Then you go and you don't score at all during regulation time and you score a one goal in in the playoff, but you lost two to one to Belgium. To Belgium yeah. And I was there and I cried. But <laughs> it's like you did all that and you're gonna get three mils. So he, he does he get a mil per goal for the World Cup? Seriously. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, you got a mil per goal. Caesar, I just wanna say that the USS the US Soccer Federation is is I think it is as corrupt as Hope Solo is saying. She said in her um, in her complaint about the U.S. Soccer Federation, she said that their priority was uh, to protect and build MLS. She said like they, that's what they were trying to do, and it was hurting youth and women's soccer. Um, I can believe that. I, I think that's why when they fired Jurgen Klinsmann, they got Bruce Arena because Bruce Arena's MLS guy. And then Bruce Arena put in all them MLS dudes. Did you, you see Bruce Arena's check? Um, Four hundred thousand, yeah. Um, <laughs> Bruce like, yeah, and, 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 like I think he only coached for like. I, I mean, I feel like he only coached maybe a year. Yeah. Okay. Well, he coached from November two thousand sixteen to about November two thousand. When, when did they get out of the World Cup? When did they? When did they uh, miss the World Cup? Three months ago. Yeah, something like that. So he basically coached a year and got like four hundred k. That's not bad. Um, yeah. So Bruce, Bruce, three mil would have been nice. Bruce Arena, right? Bruce Arena is the MLS guy. He brought in all them MLS people, um, and and then they end up not making the World Cup, which is Jeff Cameron was complaining about, but it's also his fault. Yeah. Um, I think that there's some real shady stuff going on over there. Um, what, you, what, where's the young snitch at? So what, I'm waiting for the snitch to come out. Come help us what, out here, Golden Snitch. What what I think's happening is like everybody's getting paid off. I'm not gonna read like all the numbers. It's like hella numbers, but like they made a lot of like U.S. Soccer Federation makes hella bread. And I was actually trying to research to see how much other coaches get paid in other countries. I tried to look up uh, Chichi. I tried to look up uh, Roberto Martinez at Belgium. Like I tried to look up to see how much these coaches make from national teams. I wonder how much Bruce, um, how much Jurgen Klinsmann. Got paid compared to other countries. I want how much. I really want to know how much Roberto Martinez makes in comparison to him. Like, I wonder how much they're making because three million seems like a lot to be coaching a national team. Do you think that these other guys are making like five million? You know what's also be really crazy. Do you think Chi Chi makes five million a year? Though? No way. Like, I really what? don't think so. I really you, don't. think so. You know so. what is crazy? Be I would love to know how much Brazil's coach made 
in the 14 World Cup yeah. because he's a former winner of the 2002 yeah. World Cup. That's a World Cup winning coach. Chart, what, how much does the uh, national coach of Lebanon make? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Like, which, which club team? No, I'm talking about the national team. <laughs> yeah, which club team? <laughs> club team is the national team there, dude. Uh, no, they'll root for Brazil, honestly, over there. Of course, uh, like everybody in the world roots for Brazil. Yeah. Um, like we can't make it. it just, yeah, just go for Brazil. They're, they're they, safe. They, they let us, they let us yeah. move there. It's for not a while. bad bet. We're gonna, <laughs> Caesar, if you ring this bell, you can ring my bell. Okay. What? I, I I think that it's a it's a shame. That Jurgen Klinsmann in 2017 is still getting paid any money, and the USA soccer is just in a free fall. He actually hindered like they shouldn't be signing. Okay, this is actually because I, I can't be mad at him. You you you're gonna negotiate. The U.S. Soccer Federation shouldn't be signing nobody. What you got some super guaranteed contract? No, we got a lot to prove. You got to show us something before you're getting $3 million. That's true. Jurgen Klinsmann ain't coming in there. He's no Pep. He's not Mourinho. He's not Ancelotti. He's he's a regular guy, dude. He's a regular dude. You ain't got to give the guy $3 million when he, after he got fired. U.S. Soccer Federation is over here. It's 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 an it's old boys club. Somebody knows somebody, and they're running it like a cartel. And it needs to get... The need to put the hammer down on the dudes, and some people need to come in there and clean a clean house. That's why we made a podcast was supporting Hope Solo. She was talking about we, we got to make some systemic changes, <laughs> systemic changes, not just oh let's get a new guy who's the same as the old guy, uh, Carlos whatever his name was, the Cordero whatever. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, sadly, it's all about the money, and hey. I, don't, I don't mind if it's about the money when you're successful. When yeah. you're successful, yeah, make it about the no, bread. It's just about the money. Yeah, okay, but no, it's no like you're you're, you're, you're making about the money, and Caesar's doing the lip in the camera, so it don't make no damn sense. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about over here. Uh, Tarek, you you brought up Brazil, and I'm glad you brought that up because uh, we're going to talk about Brazil right now. I just want to say for you, you okay? You good? You're going to go rewind that part about the lip? Um, I just want to say that, in full disclosure, well, I really didn't want to talk about Neymar today. I really am so tired of talking about Neymar. Me too. Um, we brought him up early, though. Like, we, already, we talked about Neymar for like four episodes in a row or something crazy like that. we got to put Neymar's name in the show notes. But I thought this was actually um, a little bit more... Um, that's not worse than your bill. Um, I thought this one was a little bit more um, serious because people are making some like some some person's kind of making I don't say an allegation. Who? Um, Whoa! They're, they're, they're 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 saying something about Neymar who which can be interpreted a certain way. Um, we're well, we're just talking who? about mental health right now, you know. So allegations and you're who? making jokes now about mental health. Are you no, making I'm a joke? About hey guys, hey about guys. we were legit serious. Yeah, right but now. you're making. A, no, I'm joking. Uh, no, Maybe. I'm um, so yeah, some person named uh, Tim Vickery. He's a South American. Football columnist for uh, ESPN.com. Uh, Who? Oh, you already, already, already don't care what he says. Tim yeah. Vickery? Just <laughs> because yeah. he said right there. What are you going to say? That can't be a Brazilian name? You know it can. Chim? Chim? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Chim Vickery. <laughs> um, if William Wack can be a name. Legendary reporter, watch it. <laughs> uh, okay. I just Two A's, no H. I just want to read a little bit of what he had to say because um, I thought it was interesting. He said, um, it is striking how Ronaldinho was so loved and how Neymar can be so hated. 
That's how he started the article. Um, the adulation for, for Ronaldinho appears to overlook the extent to which he betrayed his own talent. He said that as a top-class performer, Ronaldinho was effectively finished by 26 years old. He said that. Um, he said there were, there were occasional triumphs and great moments afterwards. He was a genius, but he was a genius who stopped caring. After 26, he was never fit enough to tip the balance at the highest level. Injuries were not to blame, just his own uh, oh, okay, me, Just his own disinterest. Who? Tim said this? Yeah. Um, he said, yet he's still loved. Neymar has now reached the age of 26, though he is constantly criticized for his off-the-field activities. So far, there is not the slightest sign that, he, that they have taken the edge off his game, along with being... Uh, oh, hold on. Um... Oh, here goes reading. He said, he, okay, so he talked about, um, even though, like, he's a good player, basically, um, he's widely hated. Um, I guess uh, they were talking about Neymar on Brazilian TV. Are you guys done? He said they were talking about uh, Neymar on Brazilian TV, and he said he was struck at the ferocity of the audience response. He said, for some, he can do no wrong, talking about Neymar, and the media are to blame for carping. He said, on the on the other side of the debate, there was real hostility aimed at him. He said that one viewer described Neymar as the worst type of humanity. Um, he's I, Just a few more things I want to say that this guy said. I want that source. Um, he said, the difference, surely, is that Ronaldinho came across as a child, and Neymar comes across as an adolescent. At his peak, Ronaldinho's goofy smile was gloriously captivating, um, but Neymar's smile can be that of like of, of an adolescent who would just tell you whatever when you got to talk to them or something like that, like a, like a like a mean teenager, some type of thing. Um, he said, perhaps the most positive step Neymar could do was to stop being Neymar Junior. The name of the, the the name on the back of his shirt casts him in the role of an eternal adolescent. Um, he is not going to regress to the child state, childlike state of Ronaldinho. But at 26, he can be a fully fledged adult and put adolescent things away. Caesar, what you got to say? What you just talked for like an hour? I don't even know what the question is. Tark, what you got to say? Do you know what to say? Um, yeah, he's one, listening. He's paying attention. Fuck that guy. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, Caesar, do you agree? I think he just no, wants no. a little controversial article there. That's he, my he's, he, this part, he's not the first person no, to talk no, about no, that. No. Okay, go ahead. If we're talking from a Brazilian aspect, I he is absolutely right about how the people feel about Neymar. When I ask anybody, my family or friends or whatever down there about Neymar, it's either it's hot or cold. It's never middle. Okay. It's either they hate him like he's some kind of snake, <laughs> or they love him because he's awesome and he's cool and he has like this his persona. And you know, as a big Neymar fan myself, I see that in what. You know, the article started off in kind of what I thought was going to veer off into, you know, Neymar's going to reach this into just like Ronaldinho. Well, and I was like, that's absolutely ridiculous to say because, to be fair, they live completely different lives. You know, they live completely different lives. Ronaldinho reportedly was living very party and just would show up and kind of, and he was so talented and genius that he could make up for his lack of worth ethic. Okay. okay. Neymar has definitely had a show as a worth ethic because we've. I remember when we first started watching uh, Neymar, but like, man, he needs to put some weight on, get some muscle. He's gained weight. He's gotten stronger. His, his abilities changed. He used to be this skinny kid running around doing these moves, flying everywhere to little, little less skinnier, but still, you know, uh, speed and agility. He's gotten better and improved and worked on his game. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's ne- he's in terms of we're talking about the genius thing. I I think that 
it's cute to like to put them in the same book, you know, in the same book. Oh, we know they play for the same teams, Paris and this, and they're both Brazilian. They both wear a 10. That's about it. Their, their play styles may have a dribble, but it's almost two different complete things when you watch them. They play differently. I think that Neymar is more um, goal-centered and more of into the goal than Ronaldinho was. Ronaldinho was more about almost creating magic. He's about creating things out of almost nothing. That's what he loved doing. <laughs> uh, but... It's really true, though. I mean, I don't know if we're ones to tell Neymar on how he should approach and change his image within the media and people so they perceive him better. Especially when we're talking about changing your perception of people's perception of you in Europe and America compared to Brazil is two different monsters. And I feel like what you're going to do is no matter what, you're going to get one side that's going to not like you as much for what you do. We're talking about cultural, complete cultural differences. Neymar can act how he wants in Europe and and, and, in America. A Brazilian's perception will always be is we know who you really are, mm. we know what you're really about, and we know what your dad is about and everything going on. Oh. So you do, can do, do you, all you want over do, there, do you think but the, we know do you think what's the, up. Do you think the Santos scandal has some something to do with like uh, that image? I, it, I think it's a little do bit people the Santos care scandal. People don't know that Neymar dates one of the biggest uh, actresses in Brazil. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he on and off relationship that was very publicized and very public in Brazil. Whose baby and, is that? I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> it's the it's the baby of the the monster in episode seven, the Donald Snowman. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Which what what, what monster episode seven are you talking? You about? You know, in episode seven, when he's dropping out of the snow. There's that snowman dude that comes and attacks him with a lightsaber. Oh, oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was oh, like, I was like, Episode seven of what? Yeah, I was like, no, honestly though, I just think that you know, I I, got something to say about this. Tark, what do you think though? I got something to say about this. Honestly, yeah, whatever. Shut up. I mean, I mean, okay. To be fair, like, to be fair, you you, talked for forty-five minutes. Can we talk? To be fair, to be fair, you read for an hour. Okay, just relax. We made a podcast. We're very honest and we're open about like our experiences. Tark, you're not like a super duper soccer fan. You and I both didn't watch, like, go grow up watching Ronaldinho or anything like that. Yeah. I didn't. I I I wasn't around for the Ronaldinho days. You obviously weren't either. You're kind of like more starting to get into soccer, um, <laughs> so it, it's not fair to, for you to necessarily say like, "Oh, this is who Ronaldinho is." Caesar would know better than both of us. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, the only time I ever really saw him was you know the World Cup. You know, my dad. You know, pretty much eight. You know, we're watching like every Brazil game yeah. ever. Um, Good man. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, of course, I you know I saw his uh, like Caesar said, you know how he was creating magic. Yeah, he was creating magic, and this was like time yeah, of, like Ronaldo thin. also like hair get thinner. <laughs> how they were just setting it up for each other, but I mean, I don't know if I have enough experience even seeing like how Neymar mm. plays as well to say like why he would be hated. The only thing I could think of. If, any reason for someone to hate on Neymar is because he was, in a sense, um, he, you know, with Messi. I think that's like the only reason is people have a reason. <laughs> All these plugs right now on this. It smells thinking. really good. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> Oh, I don't know. What, so I don't know what brand this think, is, but it's breaking. Whole, uh, whole competition with uh, you know being one of the top. Maybe that's probably one reason why people like hate on Neymar is because he's considered one of the top players in the world. Okay. Well, even you know uh, Ronaldinho was probably up there, but you know Ronaldo was always also 
up, you know, he was considered probably. Um, in would, you, my would, opinion, you, would, you I, co- would you co-sign that? You know, yeah, when, to, when, to be, we, you have a point. You know, in terms of the at the at respective times they were. It's almost the same what's going on with Neymar too, but these are different countrymen. We're talking about yeah. Messi and, and Cristiano Ronaldo. But at the time, to be very fair, you know the 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 perception on Brazil was that there was a reason why Ronaldo got the name phenomenal. He was he was everything, you know. Yeah. And, what did, and what then the argument again? is that gums. The, the, <laughs> the argument is that after Ronaldo, or during the time Ronaldo was injured, or Ronaldo wasn't there, Ronaldo didn't necessarily pick up pick up where it left off, you know. Uh, the team kind of just did whatever, and they never really had opportunities to get the team for themselves. Um, yeah, so I, and Ronaldo, I think he you would be obviously he's one of the best of all time. People don't really say that about Ronaldo, but Ronaldo is argu- arguably in the top tens probably. But Ronaldo, there's discussions about him being legit, like one of the best of all time. Caesar, I'm gonna keep it real with you right now, dog. I don't want to hear it. I think that the article's racist. I think it's racist. I think that I think that there's this perception about Brazilians and like you got to be the jolly dancy goofy guy. You got to be like the happy dancing no. samba. Hold on. You got to be the happy dancing samba guy. Neymar is not not to say that Neymar don't dance stuff. He does. Yeah, but he does. He does. But I think that these people are like how come you're not like Ronaldinho? He just laughed and smiled the whole time. That's they want him to be in that box because, and not just races against Brazilians. To be honest with you, I think there's that perception against a lot of you know players of different backgrounds. Don't be getting mad. Don't be having an attitude. You're supposed to just be like that and be smiling all the time because that's what makes us uh, more comfortable. You gave me a summary of the article. The beginning of the article, I was agreeing in terms of what you're talking about when he talked about. Um, he discussed about no one do his career in a path, and he talked about how Neymar is in his path. But he said that Neymar, uh, obviously, he's no as twenty six or writing. He said he's not doesn't show signs of slowing down or lo- losing focus. Yeah. Now I said in the beginning that I didn't like. I, I was like I'm not one to talk about how Neymar can change his perception, mm-hmm. and that's why I agree that it could possibly be almost like racist because it's racist because dog. it's like it's like I don't like you know what are you telling him to change about himself to make people like him more like i don't understand like like you you don't like the way he smiles they don't and, want him, he, and, he's they want him to be unintimidating you know and, and the he, thing about neymar and ronaldinho is that neymar has a lot more edge to him he's edgy he's edgy he he he's not safe yeah he, like he doesn't is. he doesn't play his game to way the people like in terms of you know drawing contact he but does what he wants to get get his not, not, not to cut you off i don't think it's about his game I think it's about his personality. He's talking about how Ronaldinho comes off jolly, smiling, goofy. That's safe for people. And I think they want to put the Brazilians in that box. Be like that. When you're the star, obviously. They don't care about Luis Gustavo. But like you're Neymar, you're the you're the you don't either. You're the guy. That now. was a random drop. <laughs> I mean, because they don't care about like every player. But like <laughs> But Neymar is the guy now. He's the Hired? face. He's the face of the team, yeah. and they don't want him to be edgy. They want him to be, be like be like Ronaldinho. Be a goo, be goofy and a goo, and just you be know cute. be cute and happy and jolly. Yeah, he, he, we're, that's safe. For, and it's just how they do black people in America too. You know, if you're if, if you're not edgy, you're safe, and we want to we want to be like you're you're fine because you're safe. 
you're not edgy. As soon as you get some edge, it's like, oh my god, why don't you be like that person? Yeah, don't be I mean? Sherman. Oh my god, no, no yell. It's it's you know it's it's. I mean, not to get super deep, but it's like the how they do Martin Luther King as opposed to Malcolm X. It's like you're too edgy, and like we got to criticize you. This guy w- comparing Ronaldinho and Neymar, all you all you all you got to compare is the game. Yeah. Who cares about their personality? Uh, nothing to if do with anything, them at all. And if people don't like them, that's okay. You know, people don't like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo the, either. Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, and, and Neymar. The difference between Neymar and Ronaldinho in terms of their career paths is Neymar's is very calculated. It's it's been obviously sat down by his dad and they explored about what's the best decision to make he was going born forward. In the nineties, you know he, what I mean? He, they they were like, look, man, we got you Santos. He went to Barcelona. We got to get you, you know, that happened. Ronaldinho, it's like, I'm here, I'm doing my thing now. Oh, Caesar, and, the, but, and the, the Milan thing wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go to Milan. They literally sent him over there. Caesar, the day that the day that they realized Neymar was good, they started pimping him. you going to make us millions of dollars. The day that they realized he was good. Uh, he was born in the 90s. What's the name? Uh, uh, Ronaldinho was born in 1980. A little different back then. I think he was born during the military <laughs> dictatorship. In, in Brazil. Wasn't it still the dictatorship in 80? You don't know. Um, anyway, so... Dude, it's love a, to rag on Brazil. <laughs> that's not true. It's, ahead, it's true. No, uh, like, it's a little bit... He's looking it up. <laughs> it's... A lot of countries have a military dictatorship. Oh, um, now. Caesar, I... Like, honestly... And, and, and I'm going to keep it real with you right now. I'm about to get on Neymar in a second. I'm going to get on him oh, in a course. second. What are you doing? Because all we do is cover Neymar, man. Okay, you don't want to talk about Neymar? Not really. Caesar, you're not going to talk about Neymar? He just broke his leg? Yeah, let him rest. <laughs> it's so stupid, dog. Okay, Caesar, when I read the article... <laughs> chill. When, when, <laughs> when did it end? It ended in 85. Thank you. Thank you. Can I get some love for knowing about Brazil? No? Okay. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Yeah. Okay. Caesar, when I read the article, I'm like, okay. That's Wikipedia. <laughs> when I read the article, In English. I, I, I read the article, I'm like, okay. You're, you're, you're doing this thing with Ronaldinho and Neymar. It, it's been done already. You're saying that Ronaldinho's career was effectively, not to say over, but like he stopped taking football as serious after he was 26. I can't verify that. I'm going to take this guy's word for it. We're seeing that Neymar is taking his career to another level at the age of 26. He wants to go to another level. It seems. I mean, kind of obvious. Yeah, I mean, you know, sure. But when you're talking about like his personality, and you're saying that he, this guy is Jolly Joe, great guy, and you got a scowl on your face, yo, who cares? You just want you just want somebody. You just want some little dancing uh, minstrel. That's what you want. Yeah, why don't you just watch me score these goals, yeah? Yeah. I'm, what, what is there to criticize Neymar about other than, like, the, the pitch, like, his actual game? And most people hardly even do that. I'm about to do it, but they hardly even do that. This article, in my opinion, it was dead-ass racism. And if you think about it, it's also in, you know, multiple sports with... You know, the whole attitude projection yeah. for all different players. Yeah. Especially, you know, like, for example, T.O. held out of the Hall of Fame just because he had an attitude yeah. despite yeah. other players. So you know. corny. So yeah. corny. The T.O. thing is ridiculous. All, a lot of players go through that. It's like, especially so-called minority players, let's just say that. 
if you're not, if, if you express yourself, if you, you know, try to kind of fight for what's fair and, and, and maybe for what you feel like you deserve, you get put in this box like you're a troublemaker or you're a bad person. I don't think in my opinion, if I'm not mistaken, T.O. never got arrested or any, any nope. like off the field trouble while he was nope. during his career. Um, You're just very passionate. He was passionate. And, and honestly, like the Tara Owens thing is always a travesty to me because I seen the dude get up there after they lost that playoff game to the Giants and they were criticizing Tony Romo and he cried and said, that's not fair. And he was right, actually. Um, and, and still they wanted to say, oh, he's like a bad person or he's like arrogant. And I'm sure he is. I'm sure he was arrogant. I'm sure he was like, you know, all, probably not the greatest teammate for, for people. But we're talking about sports. If you're not committing no crimes, perform. What, what, what does he do? What did he say he always did? On Sunday, yeah, came to work. Yeah. I remember one time he showed up every Sunday ready to work. I remember one time he said, uh, <laughs> "Did he did he like play with a broken hand or something?" He, like that no, too? he broke. He played with a broken leg in the Super Bowl, and he had the Shout best. Out Eagles winning that though. Not not that one. He no, was but like, I'm saying they won. We we did pick the Eagles. Who for the Super Bowl? We picked the Eagles to win the Super Bowl this year. I didn't pick them. Yeah, you did on the podcast. Yeah, we did. I don't. I don't okay, want, I, I picked them because I, I said fuck Donovan McNabb. <laughs> I, I wanted them to win, but whatever. I picked the I Eagles because I said, fuck Donovan McNabb. Did I say it too? I don't remember. He agreed with me. So basically, I, I think he agreed with you. Yeah, especially if no one wanted to. Okay. Speak, let's, let's talk about Neymar a little bit more because, Caesar, we did witness Neymar get injured. Um, it's saying that he's going to be out till about May. Um, he's definitely. Yeah, okay, that was what I heard originally, and now I'm hearing that he actually might be just back just in time for the Real Madrid clash. He's absolutely so, not. So, ob- so what I know no, is no, no. all I know. I don't. I mean, you're saying absolutely. I didn't know that you were in the, in the medic. You didn't know. I didn't know you were a doctor. I didn't know you were there either. You weren't. You you're weren't probably there, you reading weren't. Telegraph. Also, that's cool. <laughs> but um, what I just think that like regardless. Because if you are going to force Neymar to come back right before, that sounds like happen. a terrible idea. That's not going to happen. He's God. out. He's out. He's out. Okay. He, he might not even be back so, for the World Cup. Is that a fractured ankle? No, it's a fractured metatarsal and a, and a sprained ankle. He's out, dog. You think he's coming back for Real Madrid? When's the game? March? Metatarsal? It's next week. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh March. Yeah. I thought the game was in March. Oh, it is March. March is next week. week. Damn, all we get is 28 days. <laughs> <laughs> this month, this, this so we month. get it's already over. Uh, this month. legendary February day. Um, Swan, I have a candle here. I'm gonna light it. <laughs> PSG. Okay. Fractured metatarsal. Fractured hey, metatarsal. Hey, PSG. How bad it was. PSG. Depending on the fracture, you know, yeah, he'll be back in like a couple, yeah. Couple of weeks. Oh it, yeah, yeah. Well, well, depending on the fracture, according to Sir here, he ain't coming back in. In in, in in ten in seven days. So uh, no, you got you know for a fracture you need you need a couple weeks. Caesar, you think he's coming back for Real Madrid game? Nope, my it'll hurt. He's it'll not hurt coming back. For, <laughs> it'll hurt a lot. No, he probably can't walk. You saw that boot he's wearing yeah, on his yeah. Instagram. Bye. Yeah, PSG. Now, okay, now Caesar, did, did, did you, you didn't watch? Did you watch the highlights? Oh, no, we we just yeah, kind of watched them yeah. right now. You know, we didn't finish them. Um, I watched that game, uh, PSG versus Marseille, and I literally watched the game. Just to record how many times Neymar held the ball too long. Oh, he's going to do this? Caesar, come on. Can, can, are we going to be objective or what? I'm tired of talking about him, man. Caesar, can we talk about the sport? Yeah, we can talk who about... Do you, who do you I want feel to talk like about? this is the fourth week where we talk about him holding the ball too much. And Caesar, this and this Caesar, and this no, playing no, no. style. Caesar, first of all, 
I'm gonna pause this goddamn podcast and I'm gonna rip this hat off. Should so we pause it up for real? Okay, so Caesar, can we talk about Neymar? Yeah, we can talk about Neymar. <laughs> okay, Caesar. So, I, <laughs> so I record. I, I I watched the game just to see how many times he held the ball too long, because I, I, so we gotta. I've been giving Neymar a pass. I've been giving him a pass. I'm giving Neymar a pass. Okay, let me just say the only person that really gets a pass with you, like really gets a pass with you, is the infamous overlord Cavani. Cavani gets a forever pass with you. Everyone else can get thrown off any minute. Caesar, let me just be. Let me just say this right now. Nobody gets a Cavani. Don't get a pass if he plays bad. I will be the first one to say it that he played bad. It just so happens he never does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was just waiting on it. I was like, <laughs> okay. Now, he, I, I watched the game to see how many times he held the ball for too long. I recorded six times. Caesar, let, let's just, can, can we be objective for a second? Oh, I'm down. Okay. Caesar, we see Neymar when he's playing for PSG. A lot of times... He gets the ball there on the left, and he and he drifts it back with a dude on his back, and he does that. Mm-hmm. Caesar, who else does it? Who else does that? Who else does that? What player do you see do that? At least six times in a game, just drifting the ball backwards for no damn reason. Yeah. Does Messi do that? Does no. Ronaldo do that? Like no. they don't do that. Hazard doesn't do that. Ronaldo's very north-south on where he's going. Caesar, we're going to be so trill right now. What are we doing right now? We're we're going to go there. We're going to go there. No, no, and and Tark, you're in this too. (laughs) Damn it, I was like... When... When when Neymar went down, it was it was very sad because he was in a lot of pain. It was it was a travesty. Honestly, I feel terrible for him. You should. We're uh, talking about this out of respect to his injury. Okay. <laughs> but when he went down, and, and and I was like, he's not coming back. Um, for for Real Madrid for sure. Do I think that Neymar is the key for PSG to possibly advance? I don't think there's a chance for them to advance. Is he the key? I don't think so. You know who I think the key is. Mbappe 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 is not holding the damn ball going backwards dog he's not doing that he's not just soaking up fouls for no reason that play that he got hurt he was soaking up the foul yeah, going backwards the, and, and, and the, the dude took the ball from him and he's trying to get it back it, it, I don't understand like I don't I've been giving him a pass I'm thinking okay like he knows what he's doing whatever but when I'm looking at the play, I'm like, dude, you're you're messing it up, dude. Like we want you want to go north south, like you said, like you want to get it cracking this way. Yeah. What's the point of going backwards? And, and, and one more thing, in the in the game against Real Madrid, who was the key player? Mbappe. He he was he Mbappe was a scary I, I think one. We, we watched after we watched I watched the extended highlights of that game. And Mbappe, he was a scary. And one. You know, we talked about when you used to do the 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 Kongdobia tracker, which R.I.P. Kongdobia tracker. We miss it so much. <laughs> it'll, it'll come. He back. didn't play last week. I watched yeah, the yeah. game. No sleep. He didn't play last week. Um, I, that's, that's why it was going down like that. But um, uh, you know, <laughs> with Neymar, you know, with the the Real Madrid last game, we talked about on the show extensively. Obviously, plenty of Neymar coverage on there too. Um, the issue was that you know. He was doing a lot of backwards dribbling again. He was making unsuccessful dribbles. And Mbappe 
on touches was definitely in the positive in terms of successful what they call it? successful dribbles definitely Mbappe was going forward north south the whole that time that way the, the, the objective is to Float get towards the, the goal like a segue I think to, to, you know because we do have you know we like to attribute the show you know we're Americans we talk about the show that from an American way. perspective and I used to trap out a subway one of, one of the things I always learned about running backs was about they always talk about running backs in the backfield they're always supposed to be going north south and moving their feet constantly and I always like to kind of attribute that to soccer because you want to be making moves towards the goal because I'm going to sock you in a minute. Why? Stop plugging them, man. <laughs> in my face. You did it to me. <laughs> That's true, I did. But no, like, yeah, it's about going north-south. And, and when you're doing touches like that, you lose risk of being injured. And what happened to Neymar? Caesar. Guys, let's man. be real right now. Let's be real. Uh, Tark, I wish you watched. Did you watch the game? Marseille versus no, PSG? I was PSG? actually planning on Did watching Tark it today. Did Tark watch Marseille versus PSG? I was planning on watching it today, but I had a couple errands. You didn't know how to uh, say Marseille or spell it. Damn. I don't either. <laughs> Selling that tragic magic. Caesar, when I, when I watched that game, I was like, look, Neymar, I want to see you have a positive effect on the game the whole game. The, I'm watching him just do that backwards thing with a dude on his back, and I'm just like, I don't get it. No, I don't. I don't get you it, know, dude. And he didn't do that at Barcelona because he couldn't. No, and, and of course not because I think that's, that, that's, this is the issue play like we have now. So we've so Neymar has now gotten a range to kind of do, do what he do wants on PSG. The Barcelona thing that's important, and I think sometimes happened in Brazil. Where he is his feeling too, but in Brazil he kind of gets to do what he wants as well. Yeah, but, but, um, but, but it's but, different. It's different. It's animal. different. It's different. It's different. Barcelona, you know, he's not going to talk over Luis Enrique. He's not going to talk over Messi and the players. And if they get on him, he's going to listen. He has no. He don't have no juice. PSG. In that room. I think literally Neymar walks into that PSG locker room and be like, "Who's going to run up on me?" They they surrendered the juice. They did. They, they did too much. And, and you know who surrendered it? Thiago Silva. He's the captain. Thiago Silva's yeah, Thiago Silva ain't running up on he's, him he's, ever. He's, ever. He's, he surrendered ever the running juice. up on him. He surrendered the juice. You, my favorite captain is a captain I hate because they're gonna get on me regardless. That's a good captain. What's the point of being the, the captain? Thiago Silva's a buddy, buddy. Um, the the well, is not gonna be like if Unai tells Neymar stop you know, doing that. stop doing it. Neymar will be like, what have you been doing? You want to come out here and do it? That's the problem. He I'm not going to sit here and talk about like Neymar, he's uncoachable because I don't know him in the locker room. I don't know how they're trained. I don't are. think he's uncoachable. But I don't think so either. But I'm saying that, you know, I almost feel bad because I'm like, who's going to tell him? We're going to look at film and be like, hey, man, you know what? We're going to act like that did you, you need to stop doing that because <laughs> yeah. no one else is doing this and you're doing this and you just got hurt. And you're doing it, and it doesn't do anything positive. It just got hurt. It doesn't do anything. You know? Like, Caesar, like, I want I want to break this down. Like, he's doing that, and it doesn't do anything positive. No. Like, it doesn't. It's just, you're going back. It's literally a negative play. It's, it's a, it, it, thank you. It's a negative play. It would be a positive play if he took two players. You know, if, 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 we're he, took, a, if, if he took if, two players, it would be positive. You know, and, and it also, it, it's negative because it's positionally. Exactly. He's a winger. If he's a midfielder, he's bringing it back because he's adjusting the line and rotating the ball to the back line. No, he's coming from damn the 18 all the way down to the half line. Like, come on, dog. You're bringing one you know guy. what you do? You know what happens is he needs to bring his ass back to Spanish La Liga so he can learn to move that ball around well, correctly, Caesar, buddy. I, I, he, I think he knows how to do that. No, but I know. He's he just doing it because he can. And also, he can't also because he's not even in that system anymore. Yeah. He, it's a totally different life now. I think he just wants to. But even though I think Unai does coach him like a, in the in something like a Spanish style. He just, he gets to do what he wants and nobody's going to be like, look, like, 
especially against Real Madrid. You can't. We can't afford you doing that, dude. We gotta play that. We yeah. gotta go that way. We gotta get to the goal. We can't afford. We don't have time for all that. You gotta play it, to a game. You're, you're you're not taking two players with you. You're taking just one player with you. It makes no sense. It, it'd be like it'd be like if you gave the ball to a center. In the key, and then the center was posting up, and then just back yeah, dribbled yeah. all the way back out and rolled. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're right there next to the basket. Andrew Bynum. <laughs> Did he yeah, used to do he, that? I don't even know, but it's just like he used to go out and just shoot the three. <laughs> Damn. No, okay. No, okay. Okay. Um, so he got hurt. I want to say like around the 80th minute. RFP. Um, on the locker room, Ray Hudson and Bobo Vieri were like arguing adamantly that it's Unai's fault because he didn't take him out the game. It happened in the 83rd minute? 80, 80, either well, the 80th minute. 3-0? But the thing is, this is my thing though. How many games has Neymar been substituted out? Thank you. So it's like, and, and not, he we're didn't, not doing sorry, this right he, now. He didn't even score a goal. Yeah. You think Neymar's going to get out the game? Never he hasn't scored. He he, throw, he's going to throw them shin guards at you. Cavani <laughs> scored and Mbappe scored. And he the one that he was there for was end up being an own goal. You think you're going to take Neymar out? You know what I would have done? Neymar, come out. Oh, I didn't score. Yeah, no, we counted. He counted. I'll tell you later. Kind of sit down. <laughs> hey, man, you told me it counted. It's an own go. Oh, damn, they played you, dog. You know how it is, man. <laughs> they told us. Bar. <laughs> yeah, the VR, one, man. They playing one. us, dog. They playing us <laughs> in the VR. So, I mean, honestly, okay, so so looking ahead to the Real Madrid game, um, because mm. I feel like we're going to record after. So so I sh- feel like it we should. It switches on Tuesday now? Uh, we'll, we'll record the day after no matter what. Um Damn. Do you think, yeah, or damn, do you think that, here's the question, do you think that PSG have a better chance without Neymar? If you're saying that, hold on, Caesar. if you're saying that in the first game, he didn't necessarily have that positive of an effect, he didn't score, um, do, you, lot. do you think that, do you think that he they have a better chance without Neymar? I'm going to argue that it'd only be a better chance for them if that crazy tangible happens where a big player's out and then suddenly everybody steps up to the occasion. What are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the answer. I'm uh, oh, sure. Checking out your cheeks. <laughs> and then uh, steps up to the occasion. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does that say? Herbivore. Oh, I thought it said herb evilry. Uh. It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> You gotta put a dash here, man. It's grammatically incorrect. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> I just got here. Um, you know, I think that if 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 the formation's adjusted, you know, they're gonna have to change the formation up. And if they're gonna put Mbappe on the left and Di Maria on the right, I mean, who knows? You know, anything could happen. Sometimes what if, what if these put, things what? happen, and and knowing just how Real's been mentally all year, it could it could very be well, uh, very well be a situation where. Actually, screw it. Real against teams that are mediocre have done terrible this year. Yeah, They've lost today. a lot of games. Lost to Espanol today. Ain't a mediocre. You know, they lost to Espanol because they were making a sacrifice at the Catalans today. There was a sacrifice today. These bullets, hey, man. Who's bullet? T.I. reference. Who's Everybody watch Punked with Ashton Kutcher and watch T.I. sell out. <laughs> Officer, Tark. this bully ain't mine. Tark. Tark, I got a question. Hard body. If PSG... PSG Do I even get to make my point? You always do this. You start talking about T.I. You start reading all day. You start talking about T.I. You did the bullet thing while I was talking. This month. Okay. Um, PSG, can you chill? PSG lost... Why, though? It's our podcast. 
PSG lost 3-1 in the first leg in, in uh, at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in Madrid. If PSG go through without Neymar, is he bullshit? <laughs> what? If they go through without is he bullshit? him, is he bullshit? Hold up. Is he you asked bull- Tark that question? Is he bullshit? What? If they go uh, through without him. If they go through with... They lost 3-1 with oh him. God. If they go through without him, is it is the Neymar thing... Is it bullshit? Is it overhyped? Um, I wouldn't say it's bullshit, but the next season I would be like, oh, we're going to restructure your contract a little bit. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, we kind of did What? Like, we didn't... We, I guess we didn't need you that much. But... <laughs> <laughs> You know, let's take away like 10, 10 mil. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Caesar. No, you know what it is? No, don't put your hand down. You know what it is? It's like if that happens, I'm going to look around and be like, okay, I got this guy who's really good. I got all these good players. And we lost. You know how I'm looking at? Hey, staff. The hell's y'all scheming out there? All the time we talk about how uh, these bad decisions in terms of formations and, and, and coaching that Unai is, all of a sudden they don't make it, we're going to put it on Neymar? No, Caesar, no. I, but Caesar, I think Mbappe... Sell out. I, I think... Who, us? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think Mbappe is so key, though. I think Mbappe is so key. They, the, Caesar, dog, they were saying that they should have started Di Maria last in, in the other game against Real Madrid. I thought these people were insane. Mbappe is 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 a very very unique talent. He's super fast. He's super con- composed, and, and and he has great great dribble control. Yeah, exactly. So, and 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 that's key he, when and, you have and, speed. And he's fearless, and he's not trying to be extra. I, I'm under, I'm not one of those people. Obviously, really, that, he's not trying to be extra. No, no, he's no, not no, trying to be yeah. extra. Let me just let me. Okay, just, Mr. A couple weeks ago, talking about he doing all this. Do you want to be this guy so bad? Can you rock with, with me? For, can I? Can you rock with me for a second? I can. So when well. he gets on the left on the on the box, he starts to get tap tap dancing on the feet. <laughs> but when he but when he's like before he gets over there, like he, there's there's here's the difference between Neymar and Mbappe because I think talent wise they're they're similar in my opinion. The difference, but I do think Neymar's better. I, I, just to be fair. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what he's mad about. What is what is this? I don't even understand. Mad because I said you got to cut that. You got to cut the check a little <laughs> okay. bit. Up. Okay. okay, the the difference between Mbappe and Neymar, Mbappe doesn't have Neymar's ego. He doesn't. He doesn't. You know Neymar is no, out. He there. absolutely doesn't. I Thank know that. Okay. Okay. Then, don't give me that look. The difference then. between Neymar and, and, and Mbappe to me is there's like a different composure. And, and when I see when I see uh, Mbappe's face, it's almost like military esque to me. Like that's how I get a feeling for him. It's like very like it's like very just in the game moment. But Neymar, it's a lot of emotion and, 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 and passion and, and movement, and, and, which is fine. It, Everybody's it, different. It, it works for him. But I do think Neymar, Mbappe's weird. He's he's also nineteen and he hasn't had the same amount of pressure and yeah, stuff as, yeah. as Neymar. But I do think there is something somewhat selfish about Neymar's game. I'm not the guy that say like you know going jumping out the window about Neymar, but I do think there is something selfish about his game. Whereas I don't think there's anything selfish about Mbappe's game, and that's probably it has to do also with his age too. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just essentially what what Mbappe's kind of just done in that PSG move is almost in terms of 
on the field than what his position is, it's almost unselfish. You know, yeah, yeah. because he could have he, he could have very well stayed at Monaco and restructured to become the face of this entire club and been just the pinpoint of everything. He moves to PSG big club, and he knows he's going to be surrendered to the two others on the front. And yeah. you know, he took a big, he, but it's almost very Neymar esque what he did. You know, he moved to to another team with two other stars, and it's almost like the oh, when Neymar, went, Neymar to went to Barcelona. Yeah, he's gotten doing the yeah, same but Neymar, thing. But Neymar went to Barcelona, and, and you got to think about this: Mbappe is is nineteen. You know, this is somebody who's watched a lot of guys that we still consider best in the world very recently and idolized a lot of them probably. Like, yeah. Just like Ronaldo, he's a big Real Madrid fan. He's seen it all himself and seen their paths and just probably wants to emulate it a little bit. It, it, if he's 19, Neymar went to Barcelona, what, four, four years ago? Five years ago? I think so. Yeah. He was like probably 15 when this went down. I was like, that's a pretty cool idea. To, you know, like, you never know. Yeah, I mean, possibly. Um, I, and, and also, yeah, like you said, Mbappe's seen the best with Ronaldo and he's played with a very, very good player in Falcao. Yeah. Um, Miss him so much, and, and, and you know, and, and, and a legend that goal. A, for real. That and a, a whole le- heart. Falcao being a, a legend in his own right, and and somebody who's you know been very successful and had to deal with a lot of adversity. It seems like a genuinely nice guy and very good looking. Um. <laughs> well, with the Neymar thing though, I really think if they do get past it, they do like the captain does have to say, "Hey, look, you went a little extra there." You need to calm down. That's when they got to put the foot down. At you know, least you, you know, got to put the foot and be like, "Hey, Neymar, look, we won without you, but we, we still need you." But but with that other shit you was doing, you got to stop. Gotta stop. I think you know this is all cool, but you know I think what sucks is that when you're talking about a player like Neymar, I feel like delivery is key in terms of how you address this. It has to be someone that he highly respects. Oh, okay, okay. You're talking about talking to him. Yeah, yeah okay. someone he highly respects, and he's someone that's influenced the game in the past and will influence him moving forward. You know, if maybe who, who maybe do you think that is. I mean, I don't really know other than maybe his dad. I don't I really know if dad. he. Lists, I don't know if he listens to his dad. Like I don't know if his dad's relationship I with him is business. Just out here tricking I think his dad is just a business relationship. But if like let's let's say hypothetically it's Brazil's coach Chichi. Okay. You know, maybe Chichi in the office and says, "Hey, man, you know, watch no, the game last tell year." Tell him now while he's laid up in the hospital. <laughs> He's at the crib, man. Oh, it's just an ankle injury. I'll follow him on Snapchat. I mean, why would he be at the hospital? I don't know. He got to get surgery. He's going to get surgery. Damn, he's out for a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. As yeah. long as back for the World Cup, I don't give a damn. Damn, sounds 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 a little bit like... I don't a, care about PSG season. No, no, it just sounds like you're just kind of using it. As long as he's there for a World Cup, what, damn. As long as you bet by the World Cup. <laughs> okay, as long as you're making it clear. This month is over, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> why the hell are you rubbing him? Um, but we're saying, okay, somebody, you think like, like Chi-Chi could tell him to, uh, how he needs to... I don't know. Life. I'm just saying hypothetically someone like Chi-Chi. I don't even know if Chi-Chi's that dude. I just, I like Chi-Chi a lot, and it seems like a lot of players respect him very much. Yeah. And he's kind of proven... And I think Neymar respects him too. Yeah, and I think, I, and, and you know, Neymar's game has been completely different than the Dunga situation. Yeah. God, I really want to talk about that Dunga stuff, but it's just too much. About what, what happened with Dunga? Just a really quick point. It's really yeah. weird that, that Neymar, that, you know, you know, remember Dunga made uh, Neymar captain and all this and started writing for captain. Never forget that pe- people signed online peti- people signed a petition to Brazil. 14,000 people signed a petition to Brazil for Dunga to give the last spot on the World Cup team for 2010 to Neymar when mm. he was 17 because he had a, mm. st- a great year. Dunga went up there and said he hasn't proven anything that he could play the team, and he doesn't even think his performances were that good. Ooh, how'd you feel? And about that? I, I was like, oh, that's all good. Military man just shooting down the youngins, of course. So and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he comes back for the job, and it's like, oh yeah, he's so great, and you know, he's the captain of the team. His team's all his. Dunga's. I hope Dunga never getting the job again. What a f- loser. D- Dunga was not a good coach, and I don't think he's like a good like man manager. No. Oh. And and, and 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 it was a sad time in Brazilian soccer at the time. It was good for Uruguay. Though. He I hope you didn't know that in his hands, Brazil 
Brazil just oof. definitely crumbled for a little bit. Um, Caesar. Okay, so I do I do want to talk up. I did want to talk about um, Atletico Madrid. Uh, this is what we can say about it. Let's just say we can say about it because it's not even that long. Let's just say this real quick. Well, I actually had some stuff to, to say. Joseph Bart. Let's go Madrid. Y'all are like weak as hell. Like you guys are lame. You guys are sussed out, and and you're scared. You're scared because you don't want to give up one of the one of the top young Belgian talents to another team because you know they'll come back and whoop on you. That's you think why. that's what it was. I, I don't. That's what it feels like to me to to punk out your team because I feel like on the side they might be cutting out some tax checks that you guys couldn't cash. So Chinese team was like, oh no, we got you guys on the low low because you're gonna <laughs> give away the fake young guy Gaetan and you're gonna give up Carrasco who. Never forget when he scored that goal. He's kissing up on his girlfriend, heavy on the camera. Like we didn't need to see all that. That should have been a yellow card. Okay, like I know you guys celebrate, but you got to make out with her on a goal. Like, geez, man, you scored goals before, but uh, yeah. So I remember that. Yeah, and you know what you said? You know what you said? He, this is what he said. He said, he said, well, they must have gotten a fight. He's trying to. You were like, oh, they got a fight. He's trying to. He's trying to make up for something he did. That's what he said. You're like, he's trying to make up for something he did wrong. So Costco, which. The only time I remember him is that goal, which he was kissing up for 30 minutes. I'm like, hey, man, can you just dance and not make out with your girlfriend here? <laughs> Get back to why is she in the, Why you got her in the front with, this, with, the, with, with the, the goonies? With, with the, the goon goons, dogs. man. Put her up in the box. Stick the goon dogs on you. probably have a box. Anyway, um, that was, that's the lamest thing ever. And one more thing, free Jackson Martinez. I'm done. <laughs> okay. Now, I was going <laughs> to this month. This month. I was going to actually skip it, kind of, but um, since you got into it. A little bit. Carrasco, yeah, a little bit. Carrasco is 24. I'm, I'm bummed. My mind is exploding now. Forget Gaetan. Gaetan's had a Gaetan's fake young. He, he whatever. Has, he's he gone. Has, he's, he's, he's 30, dude. Carrasco 20, is 24. He's, he's Kobe year, man. 24. Like the show. 24. Um, <laughs> he, okay. He's going to a team. They just got promoted. They just got promoted. But. What's the name of the new stadium there in Atletico Madrid? Wanda Metropolitano. This team has some dealings with the Wanda Corporation. The Wanda. Wakanda? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> the, 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 the Wanda Group, which is uh, worth upwards of half a trillion dollars. Oh, oh, my God. Caesar, you might think that you've never even had any dealings with the Wanda. I've never heard of Wanda. You've never heard of them. Wanda Sykes? Never heard of them? I've like the, never. Like the comedian? But, but you have. Because they own AMC theaters. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh I'm yeah. Damn, they're the ones that put the they put the bars. Did, on you, the, did, the you, guys, did you guys ever see um, uh, you know, Batman or Superman and uh, Wonder Woman? And yeah, you did. I some some of those. Not yet. Uh, you, oh, well, then you probably saw Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. I saw Dark Knight. I think we loved it together. Loved it. Out of it's a good movie. It was Great movie. Good, yeah. Well, Wanda Group owns the production company Legendary Entertainment that did all them damn movies. But this is my and, thing. Hold on. They also did. Interstellar too. Oh, I like this company a lot. <laughs> What's yeah. the problem here? <laughs> they were part of my favorite movie of all time. What's the problem with this company? Um, they own a. It's a huge, huge corporation worth half a trillion dollars. They got their. They're dabbling in everything. What I think is going on. Some sh- some, some shady business because there ain't no reason. I mean, yeah, Costco's doubling his salary. He's getting ten million. Yeah, exactly. He's getting 10 million, 10 million a year. This is what Carrasco said when he was in the sunken place. 
I just I, <laughs> he's in the second in the place. second place. Oh, he's referring to okay Carrasco. Just a quick recap. A target. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, people yeah. don't know. Carrasco is a really good young talent. He had a great he couple was their, years. Their best he was player last year. year their best people player want to last say year. Griezmann. It was him. He, no, he, was, he was their he, best he player was last killing year. It. I remember hearing you guys talk about. He's, he was killing it. Um, this year he ain't been so hot. Man's not hot this yeah, year. But but but, 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 but but man's not hot. So not and not to us. But like to the media and, and the team, yeah. he's been coming off the bench a couple times, and they just man's not been hot. But he's twenty four. Twenty four. Sometimes he's just not hot all the time. Twenty four. Belgian. Belgian. Belgium. 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 They, 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 they like destroyed their group to go into the World Cup. Yeah, Belgium World basically World. is like the the young come up team out of nowhere. They got yeah. a bunch of young talent. Like they went hard now. So yeah, watching them. Yeah, 20, they're, they're twenty-four Honor years old. Their coach. I said the coach. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, twenty-four not years. Definitely watching. Yeah. Twenty-four years old. Really, really good player. Solid. Player. Only Belgium I guy I actually saw better than him was Hazard. Yeah, the Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially better than last him. season. He he um, he came out of Monaco and he went to Atletico Madrid. Um, so now back they, to Monaco. Why so, is he back to Monaco, man? Seriously, he said I decided to leave Atletico and start a new adventure with Dalian Yafeng to join the Wanda Group project. The Chinese Championship is booming and the working conditions are excellent and the new infrastructures are modern. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, uh, don't talk like that. Sounds uh, right. The new infrastructure. I am very happy. Whoever moved to, jo- to a team to jo- and said, "I love the infrastructure." It's, like, like, you better say this. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not gun. And, uh, and, and and he. No, and, it's. <laughs> you better say nah, this. Nah. He said that. Um, he said that. You know, he he still wants to try to make it into the World Cup team. Um, for Belgium, and I'm just like, yo, similar to what happened with Jackson Martinez. Jackson Martinez is was an amazing player. It didn't necessarily work out for for him at Atletico. Diego but Simeone admitted it and admitted he messed up. He admitted he messed up, and they said Simeone cried when Jackson Martinez had to leave. Now it looks to me that you don't actually want him to go, and you don't want Carrasco to go. What's this business relationship you got in China? To because because when Jackson Martino left, then they got that uh, stadium that Wanda much much uh, whatever. So I need an investigation from. Wait, Inter- what's that? I think what Madrid stadium called Wanda. What's the stadium and, and the team called Dijon? No, but they're. I think they're like. So wait, the company that owns the stadium from Madrid also owns that club as well. I don't know if they own that club, but they're part of the project. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I need. I need. Yeah, I need Why don't you just do a fake loan, man. I need Interpol to do some investigation. Why did we kick down doors for 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 Seth when we're not doing it for this? Yeah, you feel me? Uh, for uh, yeah, exactly. Well, Seth deserved it for other things that he did. But we didn't so, know about that at the time. Yeah, that's true. And that's not uh, why he got but, investigated but, for. That's true. But he should have. But they're not going to do that. But I wish they would. They would. They, they should. Um, so yeah, I need an investigation. What's going on? But before you guys do that, make another interstellar to make a good one though. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen to Wanda. They could buy UEFA. Um, <laughs> like for real. Jeez, for um, I kind of like Wanda though. They make it their stuff. What the hell is that noise? Just <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about Mbappe and this dude from Met. What the? This dude is so dumb. I wanted to talk about um, Mbappe and this dude from Mets, but I feel like Tarek's got to get going. Yeah, that's too much sauce. Okay, Let's just go. relax. Um, so we'll what about leave, FC Mets around here in Africa? No, no, it's a good. It's a, no, it's a really good. It's a really good. You, you did you look it up? Yeah, let's go. Okay, just, just keep going. We'll do it. Let's stop, man. Let's go. No, you want to you want to keep going? Okay, we'll talk about it because Tarek wants to talk. No, about it. 
No, because it's a good story. Caesar, what's wrong? Okay, then go. Then you go on with me and Tarko yeah. talk about Africa. Okay, good. You host. Okay. Go ahead. I'll right. here. Right. Okay, so. He's making his own podcast. No, I'm not talking about, about Africa them. this month. No, you're not talking about Africa this month? No. Damn, this month? It's really? about America. <laughs> Damn, this month? <laughs> really? <laughs> it's about Killmonger this month? Um, can you stop doing all that in the camera, dog? You're so funny. Anyway, um, so Killian Mbappe, um, who is a French player of. African or African origin. His dad's from Cameroon and his mom's from Algeria. Um, whoa! <laughs> you didn't know all that. He's like, whoa! Duh. He's like, I thought he was from. I thought he was. From I love Mar- to hear that story. It's <laughs> yeah. a good hookup story. Caesar, have you ever? Have, uh, never mind. <laughs> let, me just relax. Here, let me just relax right now. So, um, Mbappe went to a dinner um, that. Uh, I'm sorry, it was a lunch. Um, and it, it it included uh, the French president Emmanuel Macron, and the recently elected uh, Liberian president George Weah. He was a famous fo- uh, player in his own right. Son plays for America and PSG. Like, yeah, he does play for PSG's youth, and uh, he plays for America now. We'll see if he stays there. Um, so after that lunch, uh, it, it, it's kind of crazy because Mbappe's nineteen, um, and he's meeting with the president of France and. Liberian president. They probably invited some other people. They didn't go. They probably like. He's like, what? But what if he's like really into politics? That'd be cool. We didn't know that. Well, okay. So after that, he said that um, he wants to invest all of all of his energy on projects to to help develop sport in Africa. Um. So this guy, uh, what's his name, Benoit Asu Akoto, who was a uh, Cameroon, who's the dude who who's pushing up on his own player at the and, World Cup. And to, again, his cool hair in 2014. Yeah, yeah. actually, uh, Mbappe brought that up. Um, he said these European players of Africa. He tweeted this: these European players of African origin who have Africa in their hearts and want to help African sport. Blah blah blah. While choosing to play for a European team, you, 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 you make me laugh. It looks good when you have a good cause, though. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, so after that, um, Mbappe uh, on Twitter said, "These European players of African origin who have Africa in their hearts and want to help African sport, blah blah blah, while fighting with an international teammate back in 2014, make me laugh." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Mbappe probably sitting there with the right Neymar's like, "Hey, dog, go like this." <laughs> Neymar's like, "I was there." Come on, he's over there. Come like. He's like, y'all, press it. Yeah. He probably pressed in and Mbappe didn't even want to do it. He's, He's like, like, look, what if you wrote this? He's like, I don't know about that. Send, send it. <laughs> People are like, man, this is kind of aggressive. No! <laughs> These ain't mine. Uh, These like, tweets ain't mine. I have like five screenshots. It's been like two seconds. Man, These characters ain't mine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that was pretty crazy because I, I like I never thought that. Damn, I, I, look at these spikes. I never thought Mbappe would be the Twitter beef guy. I mean, I, I, all I saw was I saw Ben's tweet, um, ben, well, okay. and it was in French. And then like I saw Mbappe in French. I'm like, what's what's going on here? My <laughs> C translate. I didn't say I didn't push C translate. Okay, yeah. I mean, I guess I mean I guess it, I missed out on the fun. Um, actually, I think uh, Mbappe got his. Got got his first red card fouling that guy too. Good, uh, yeah, and uh, damn, well, it was it was a while ago. God, no, I'm uh, saying good because I want the beef to okay. grow. Yeah, and they're playing uh, they're playing Mets again soon. Oh, um, yeah, about to be smoked. So, I, I, now when I <laughs> now saw, I want you to explain your 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 note then your title on your note for. What did I say? You I said that Mbappe got his African card pulled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. 
Okay. Uh, how, how, okay. How so does that, one respond to get that card getting so, pulled by an African player? So Chris Benoit pulled. Chris Benoit pulled. Asasoko pulled pulled Mbappe's card. He did. Now, now he said, "You bought this for him." Now I wonder. I wonder if Benoit is pulling his card because of him going to the. Uh, lunch with Macron, who is the recently elected French president. Because when I read the whole beef, I was like, oh, maybe he's mad because of some stuff Macron was saying not that long ago. Um, they were, they were, uh, this is, <laughs> now Caesar's mad. Um, last mm-hmm. July. Some of my back starts hurting when this happens. <laughs> um, Emmanuel Macron was asked why there's no Marshall Plan for Africa. You guys know what the Marshall Plan is, World War II. Like honestly, like I mean, before we even start this right now, before, I'll fight you. no, no, I'll no. Fight before we even start this, will, not even about you. Like when I start to hear this the discussion, like this start to happen, like my chest starts to hurt. <laughs> so like I'm already just getting it's not like about me? no, and it's not even about you. Well, it's not about you. And like I'm already just getting upset and emotional when I start to hear like like a French president talk about oh, what's okay. going on with Africa. Okay. Like that, oh. I'm already like getting upset oh, right it, now. It's gonna get worse. So I, I'm like I'm really uncomfortable. I'm seriously uncomfortable right <laughs> this, now. This this is what Macron said, and I remember this. This is like a big deal for a second. Um, Macron's response included these comments. He said, the challenge of Africa is completely different. It is much deeper. It is civilizational today. Failing states, complex democratic transitions, the demographic transition. One of the, he said, one of the essential challenges of Africa is that in some countries today, seven or eight children are born to each one, to each woman. This is, uh, this is, this is, uh, Emmanuel Macron said this. Now, he said this after he was president. Now, let me tell you what he was saying on it when he was uh, on his campaign. Because people, people were pointing out, like, you know, France was one of the major colonizers of, 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 in, in Africa. France was a major, major force in the slave trade. Heavy. 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 Look, look the, at the national team, man. <laughs> facts. This is um, all Africans. So, so... so and, Except but, for the goalie, but but, but when sometimes <laughs> right, but when Macron, Macron was running for president, he said that uh, colonization was a crime against humanity. But then after we got elected president, because because uh, they were talking about in Algeria, the colonization of Algeria by France was like, you know, uh. a lot more intense than a lot of places, and it ended in the sixties. Yeah. There was like a big a civil war, uh, big war, um, and he was actually criticized a lot about that uh, in in France. For saying that, but after he became president, now it's a civiliz- the civilizations messed up in Africa. So I don't know if that's Chris Benoit's situation with with this with the thing. I don't know, but it- Chris Benoit. <laughs> I was like, this is this. By the way, that death is horrific. Who Chris Benoit? You don't know what he did? He's died. He's dead. Dude, we talked about no, it. No, 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 we didn't. No, we didn't. But let me tell you right now. Let me tell you right now. Let me tell you, man. What Chris Benoit's dead? Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit killed <laughs> his wife and his children what? and then killed himself. Oh, we did so, talk about So we don't, we don't want to <laughs> drop Chris Benoit no more. We started bringing up UFC. Ronda Rousey is on WWE now. That's true. That. Wait a minute. Who was the Benoit? Who was the basketball player that was Benoit? There was a Benoit that was a basketball player. Uh, that's what I thought I was talking about. You're talking about Chris Benoit, the wrestler. Okay, the wrestler. Wrestler. Who the wrestler brought up and talking about, you know. I remember that. I remember, yeah, 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 I remember that. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, okay, new nicknames. So, <laughs> 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 Sorry about new that. Name. Much respect, though. Yeah. Much respect. That's a tragedy. Um, but, yeah, so 
when when I saw uh, um, Benoit uh, Musa's Sasakota, uh, 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 oh, yeah. I was like, okay, maybe he's mad because he's looking at Macron as like you know somebody who's like really dissed Africa hard, and he's looking at Mbappe as some kind of sellout. But he didn't say all that. Now, so, but I don't know. But like, I could see if he if he did, I wouldn't be mad at now, him. You know what? No. I think his is deeper than that. I, I, go ahead. I think yeah. it's deeper than that because it's a sentiment that I felt at times too. Mm. And it's about players. Like, And I'm not trying to call out players about it. You know, Seems maybe, like it. It, it, it. Fuck it. You know, players like Pogba <laughs> or whatever. You know, it's just to me. I'm here for this. <laughs> to me, it's like I, I, I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. And if don't. Don't get what? Why, don't, they, why they don't play for an African team? I don't know. I don't get it. Don't come around here. Talking about, honestly, like, you know what, honestly, I'm 100% on his side. Screw this. Let's go. Don't come around these parts talking about how you feel bad and you want to help or you want to do things to help Africa when you literally picked a colonizing nation to represent. Let's go. Like, come on. Let's like, go. Yo, like, France. Caesar, by the way. Fran- <laughs> don't, don't at me. Don't find me. But, like, <laughs> like, like. France is cool, you know, they, they got cool music and art scene and the Eiffel Tower is a cool thing, whatever, in the sky that does stuff, whatever. But they were heavy-duty colonizers. And, and I don't just mean they went, slavery. I don't mean they went up and rolled on a big water from my crib. Uh, they, uh, they didn't, DuPont, shout out Jeff Gordon, or whatever that race driver was, I forgot, whoever had DuPont on the car. Oh. I don't mean they just went and landed on the beach and said, oh, this is a dope beach. They went and they said, I'm taking these humans, putting them on the boat, and I'm going to slave the hell out of them until everybody's upset about it. And then I'm going to stop, I guess, after we fight it off. And in some places, worse than the other, Algeria was terrible. There's terrible, terrible, terrible ba- ba- things that happened. Battle of Al- Algiers is a really good movie for you. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to do another one. We always call him African warlord. Sissoko. The dude plays for France, too. And, 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 like, it's not that I'm trying to, I mean, it's not, it's not fair to be like, oh, hey, you know, Mbappe, his dad is Cam from Cameroon, his mom's Algeria, still want to hear that story. I, like, I get it, but, and, like, it's not like he's supposed to pick a place, because, you know, he's probably, he's born in France, he's living his life, you know, he's, he's living, with playing where he's from. He's born and raised in France. Born and raised in France. But it's like, it's, it. You should have tr- maybe he should have approached it differently, you know. Who and to, the other guy? Uh, maybe, you know, maybe the call out isn't fair and it's not warranted. I don't think it's necessarily directed towards Mbappe, but I think it's a build up. Yeah. You know, when like you're especially when you're a player that actually like, for example, like get the ball in, who actually have to go to these camps and their teams in Africa and then mm-hmm. play in these Afghan tournaments, go through it and see the day to day lives and see everything, but then go back to Europe. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is like. You know, I'm. He probably just woke up and he's like, well, "I'm tired of seeing this, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of it." Not to say it's all this 19 year old talk. It's a damn kid who just feels like he needs to help and give back. And he's a kid. Like you yeah, shouldn't. Be, you shouldn't be coming at a kid like that. Yeah. You, you want. You might want to. If if Soko or Pop Pop made the comment, he's more of a adult. Let's go at him about it. But like, Mbappe's a kid. You know, this is kind of like grabbing a little bit of fame, but. No, nah, dog. It's just like I think it's a build up, and it's just like I'm still on his side. So, 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 so if Tarek is going to be a soccer player, he should play for Lebanon and not America. Well, I mean, look, America. You're Tarek. Is America Tarek? Tarek. Tarek. That's my thing. No, 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 no. I don't know if Tarek's the right comparison. It'd be like, it'd be like, go, go, go. Are you asking if America's a colonizer? <laughs> Are you doing that right now? I just got my citizenship in 08, man. I'm trying to stay, dude. <laughs> you good? You good? I got, we stamped you. Okay. Okay. So, so, so does Tark, from your I'm logic. I'm my face with a From your logic, Tark, who's of Lebanese mm-hmm. descent, mm-hmm. born and raised in America. Plays for America? Does he have, should he play for America or Lebanon? 
I mean, I can't. I, I've actually thought about that before. I was like, who would I play for? Caesar. Ooh, Caesar no, okay, okay. Before no, I answer, no, no, because no, I have no, my you Caesar first. You I, say, I'm talking okay. about Africa. I don't, no, no, no. But Caesar, uh, you talk about a colonizer. You ain't going to say America's a colonizer? Yeah, because, I mean, if I'm a player, I, I feel like I had to play for Brazil. Okay, but what about Tark, though? Yeah, Tark. You gotta play. You gotta, you gotta play for Lebanon. Yeah, so, so Caesar is and, a. And the jerseys are fresher too. So, so Caesar and they got a cool. So Caesar's just like the battalion uh, 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 national team coaches and stuff like that, saying, "Nah, take y'all black asses and go play for Africa." No, for no, 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 no. I'm a hundred percent. No, dude, we talked about the Balotelli thing before. Yeah, so he should play for Africa. He should hundred percent right? play for Ghana. He he even played U team for Ghana. His decision was probably a video game decision. He was doing this team is stacked. I want to go play for them. He messed up too. I love this. <laughs> I love it. He's, he's getting all the heat right now. Oh, <laughs> he's, are you regretting it? No, <laughs> I don't get it. It hurts my, it hurts my heart when I hear so, this stuff, so, man. So, so you're of the opinion. I'm of the opinion. You're of the opinion that these that the players should not be picking the colonizer teams over their African roots. If you're going to care about what's happened to the country and in its status based upon what's going on now, you're talking about, I'm here to help Africa. I'm here to help people, African countries who've suffered. You know why this started to happen. And you're in the dinner with the coach that talked about, oh, it's because some people had seven kids and all this mess. You know why... Things went down the way they were, Is and also, cool? and also, what you're doing, you're putting on the fucking shirt for the team that did all that shit to that country. So whatever, man. Like Is I'm Mbappe sorry. A coon? Huh? Is he a coon? He's 19, Is, man. He don't know tweet, nothing. He's my, a baby. Is my tweety a coon? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he is. I'm sorry. I'll say 19. I think I would have done worse than about 19 man. I would have way worse. I would have. I would have taken that. You know, you know. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. But if you ask 19, if let's say I'm in my position, I have the we same just, skill, you and I'm from Brazil. Cool. What are you talking about? I don't care. About? Whatever, man. Come at me, Blaze. Just Blaze. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Come at me like if I'm 19, I'm the same talent level as Mbappe, whatever, and I'm having turns between Brazil and America. I would want to play for Brazil, but it would be enticing to be the center of like America, like the best player and get all that money or whatever. It'd be enticing. So in no, retrospect, when I got older, you want to look back and be like, you kind of sold out when you did, but like I did. But in so I'm not going to be Mbappe is different because he's young. yeah, it's a like different situation. Young. But my but, tweet is a coon, according to you. Yes, according to me, whatever, man. And and Pogba. I don't know about Paul. I still love him. Yeah, but uh, you like you like my tweety too. But I don't want to tweet that much. Okay, I don't care about him. So, so, so you, he's a, so, C, he's a CDM. So, so you don't have. Hey, the, what's wrong with CDMs? Yeah, is, is, is boring. It, so wait, is there any kind Not of me. logic on this, or are you just picking coons out? In, oh, in terms of who I'm calling out, yeah. The, the calling out part, I'm not really trying to pick on people and like, get out on them for real, but. I'm talking about standing on the side. I am with. I'm with my, uh, the other Benoit. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the, the. And my tweet is a coon, according to you. My, now you're trying to throw me in there. I didn't say all that. I just said. Hey. Did you hear him say my tweet is a coon? Uh, no, 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 no. I thought you said my Bappe. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my tweet is a coon. Okay, and Pug was a coon. No, <laughs> it's a Soko a coon. No fucking Pug was a coon. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, Pug, but come on, yo. You and Florentine and the squad, y'all, y'all. Yo, move. let's end it now. <laughs> Yo, that was episode thirty-nine. We made a podcast. Like to thank Tark. Come get it, his camera, Tark. Uh, He's in the camera. Like to like it's to thank, wide as hell. Like to thank Tark for being on this episode thirty-nine. Very happy to have you on the episode. 
I'm so happy you got to be on this episode that we're never going to be successful anymore after this episode. Because this it's all good because we're going to cut all okay. this shit out. <laughs> we're going to cut this out and yeah. replace it with this. We made a podcast episode 39. Please check us out on iTunes, Google Play Store, review, review. rate, review, even though y'all don't do none of that shit, or I haven't checked. Um, Either one of those, you can't even review on Google. Um, That's everything. Check us out. Clips coming up. I messed up last week. This will definitely be clips in this one. Yeah. Um, Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All the same. And holla at us. We We made made a podcast. podcast.